Hello there, welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all time. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are in the world. This is episode number 70, number 70, the episode with your host, M. Swizzle. But you can also call me Max if you want to keep it casual. How are we doing, guys? It is January 6th as of posting this podcast. If you're in America, we have great NFL tonight, great football. I'm excited. That may or may not apply to you, but either way, guys, it's a Nintendo-filled show today. I would like to remind you, we are on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, everywhere they listen to podcasts, we're there. Thank you once again for your viewership. Guys, first episode of 2024. This is fun. This is a milestone. This is the first of 52 planned episodes. One every single Saturday. The dogs are barking. You can tell they're excited for all 52 episodes this year. We have Nintendo news today, as always, to discuss. We have Nintendo being furious about a certain product that is coming out very soon, and it's bigger, it's deeper, it's a lot crazier than you think it is. You will want to stick around for that, or skip right ahead to it, whatever you want to do. There are timestamps in the scroll uh, scroll bar. Like, if you're on YouTube or, YouTube or Spotify, there's timestamps. If you just try to scroll, scroll on the podcast, they're all there if you want to skip right to whatever section you want to skip to. At the end of all that, we will answer your questions. We also have viewer voicemails like last time. So we have your voice, your voicemails that you submitted to be on the show as questions. We'll play those for you. And we have some written questions as well. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's go ahead. Let's not delay what you want to hear about. Let's get to all of the beautiful, great, jolly Nintendo news to kick us off. Once again, if you want to skip, feel free. But news, here we come. Welcome to the Mario Matter, the number one Nintendo podcast. All right, so what's weird about this news segment now is we have news from 2023 and 2024. So we're covering, guys, we're covering two years worth of news here. Not actually, but, you know. In spirit, it's there, and it makes a lot of sense. It's like when you go to the barber shop, if you go, or you go to, like, a store, and you tell the employee, see you next year. It's it's like that. That's that's what we have here. You, you make the funny joke, see you next year, and then you see them next year. You know, it makes sense. Or your family, you see them you know, for the first time in the new year, you're like, I haven't seen you in a year. Stop. It's like, it's like the same thing, but we start news from December 29th. That is the last day in the last week that we have news. So this podcast gets posted every single Saturday. So it would make sense to go back to December 30th. However, there was one piece of news on the 29th that I want to cover, which was the Friday. I want to cover it because it's cool and I already took advantage of it. So, last episode, first piece of news, we talked about the brand new Pokemon show on Netflix, Pokemon Concierge. I have not watched it yet, but I hear it's good. If you haven't watched it either, I don't blame you. But, if you want to get in the spirit, if you're a big Pokemon fan who also happens to have a Netflix account... Uh, we have something for you. We have Netflix has added brand new Pokemon profile icons. So you log into Netflix, you see your whole family on there. If you have a family account, everyone's got their icons. Guys, I'm giving you the, the freaking scoop. If you want to wow the whole family with your Pokemon profile icons, they've added not one, not five, not 10, not 15, not even 20, but 22 
brand new icons to add to your Netflix profile. I won't name all of them, but there's Pikachu, there's Psyduck, there's Diglett, there's Mudkip, so many more to choose from for your brand new Netflix profile. Go and have a look. I'll put some on screen for our video listeners on YouTube, Spotify listeners. They're all on there. You're not missing much. Just go check it out and pick your new favorite icon. It was kind of hard to leave behind. I think I had a uh, Eruptor profile icon from the Skylanders series. It was hard to leave that one behind, but now I have, I think I chose the Psyduck icon. You know, pick, pick your icon on Netflix. But apart from that, you know, this is where you would want me to start talking about big Nintendo news, right? We're at the Nintendo news segment, and yeah, you probably thought that Pokemon Netflix news was kind of cool. Guys, we have some words, some updates from the man himself, the creator of Mario, Shigeru Miyamoto. He did an interview recently, and the headline here reads, Shigeru Miyamoto is not thinking about retirement, more so the day he falls over. So, I've heard that before. I've heard people say, yeah, I'm not retiring. They retire next week. I've, I've actually, seen, I swear I've seen it happen. Like, actually next week. Actually next week. I've seen it happen. And in, in, in the UFC, if you guys watch UFC and all, it's like a fighting uh, fighting organization. There was some guy, some guy who said, I'm not retiring. It's not even on my mind. He retired within, I promise you, four days later. I, I'm not kidding. So, I've seen this before. But when somebody like Miyamoto says it, I actually tend to believe it. I believe it. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he really just always loves what he's doing. And there's not really, you know, at the age, he's what, 70-something? Let's check. Miyamoto age. <laughs> he's 71. I mean, just keep on going until, like he says, you fall over. So he has quotes here from the interview where he talks about where he's kind of at where, you know, his involvement is going into Nintendo. Let's read the quotes from the, an interview with, I believe, The Guardian is the, yes, The Guardian website. Let's go ahead, let's read, because this is very interesting. Quote, more so than retiring, I'm thinking about the day I fall over. In this day and age, you have to think about things in a five-year time span. So I do think about who I can pass things on to in case something does happen. I'm really thankful that there is so much energy around things that I have worked on. These are things that have already gone out into the world. They've been cultivated by others. Other people have been raising them and helping them grow. So in that sense, I don't feel too much ownership over them anymore. So Miyamoto has made franchises like Mario, like Pikmin. And we see they're kind of being taken over, which I don't know is for the better or for the worse. It's almost like Miyamoto has trained these people to make these games, you know? Like you have the new, not new per se, like they've been working there for a while, but recently when Mario Wonder came out, we got a lot of interviews and press and these two got a lot of, you know, publicity. Shiromori and Takashi Tezuka, I believe, are two big people who worked on Mario Wonder. When that game came out, they got a whole lot of interviews. Like, he's passing them on to these other employees. And I gotta say, I don't know. I, I, it might have been either Yoshiaki Koizumi or Takashi Tezuka who helped make Pikmin and had, like, a big role. Oh, no, it was the other guy from the from the directs. Oh, my gosh, I forget his name. The 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 shorter guy from the, all the directs. Um, that guy, I think it was Takashi Tezuka. I don't know. So, whoever made Pikmin 4. 
please work on Pikmin 5, because you nailed it. You freaking nailed it. Whoever made Pikmin 4, same theme, Pikmin 5, please, please, or any spinoff, please. Whoever did it, did a phenomenal job. Like, a, I, I rate that game a 96 out of 100. Whoever made Pikmin 4, please, Pikmin 5. Game was phenomenal, had so much content. But Miyamoto is passing the baton over to the to the, to the youngins. <laughs> All right. Next, we have a big rumor. Now, guys, you know if you know maybe if you're new to the show, I don't love to report on rumors often because anybody can come up with the rumor. Anybody can pull the bunny out of the you know magician's hat and say Nintendo this, Nintendo that. So I try to go off of people with good track records. I was going to make a joke. I won't do it anymore. <laughs> I was going to call somebody out, but you know what? I won't do it. Starts with a Z, ends with a O. <laughs> uh, you know what? Stop, stop, stop. So we have a rumor from at nweedle on Twitter. Now, let's go ahead. What is their credibility? Why are we reporting on this person's rumor? You might have not heard of them. You know, we have leakers that we can trust. If you're involved in like Nintendo leaks and stuff, you probably know the name Puro. He's very, very credible. You probably know a few other names. N. Weedle, Nash Weedle on Twitter. I mean, I was shocked by this when I saw it. So accurately leaked Metroid Dread. There was one tweet that he wrote where he was like leaking Metroid Dread. And, and he was like, 2D game? Yes. Metroid? Yes. 2020, 2020, uh, 2021? Yes. Like he so accurately leaked the game to the, to the point where he has my trust now. So... He is saying, he or she actually, I don't actually know. <laughs> They're saying that Bayonetta will receive a trilogy edition with its three main games in one pack for the Nintendo Switch 2. You know, whatever that is. The games will bring visual and, and performance improvements. HDR is confirmed. So, essentially, Bayonetta trilogy. One, two, three. Bam. On the Switch 2. Now, I believe word on the street is that it'll launch with these games, but that's not, I, I, I don't think, totally confirmed. Now, I'll just go ahead and say it. Like, I, I don't think that launching, and I'm sure that, you know, Bayonetta would never be their main launch game, but I don't think that launching, I don't know. I was going to say that like, it doesn't sound like a good idea to launch with, with, with Bayonetta, but, I mean, if it's like a side game, so let's say if you launch with 3D Mario, you launch with, you know, a new tech demo game, like 1-2-Switch or Wii Sports, but for, for the new console, and then you have Bayonetta as, like, the third thing, then it can work. I just don't see many people buying Bayonetta at launch if they were to launch with, like, a new 3D Mario or something like that. It can create hype because it is three games in one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah, I mean, this, uh, listen, the... The trilogy, the trilogy should happen. It should happen. I just don't know if it happens launch Switch 2. We'll have to see if that rumor is correct, though, and I will be holding their name to that, and I will be following it. So if they were to ever get that rumor wrong, no more rumors being reported on this podcast from Nash Weedle, guys. On the Mario Matter podcast, we take rumors and leaks very serious. If we find out somebody's faking, they're, they're cut out of our life. They are no longer on the podcast. We only bring you the real rumors. Now, no rumor is confirmed and plans change, but from what I have seen, 
what I know, and Weedle on Twitter is credible. Go give him a follow. <laughs> now, guys, now we have confirmed news. I only normally bring you confirmed news. But can we talk about this? Lego. Lego Mario. New, new something from Lego Mario. Okay. There has been a new set announced. What's the set? The Lego Bowser muscle car has not only been announced, it's available now. Guys, were you ever just playing Super Mario 3D World and you were in a boss battle and you see the big Bowser man in a purple car, the purple Batmobile? Now, it is a Lego set. Picture on screen for our video listeners. Now, if you want some details on the set, it's Bowser, of course, in his car with two bombs. Can I say that word? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so he has that. The set is 458 pieces, which is, you know, you'll have that done. If you're a if you're the average Lego builder, you'll have that done in I mean, under two hours, hopefully. Under two hours. And the price is $30, which is actually a fair price. I feel like a lot of Lego stuff is overpriced. Just my total opinion. Like, I'm going to buy all the freaking Animal Crossing ones, but I feel like they're a little overpriced. I thought this would be like 40 bucks. No, it's 30 bucks. It is available now. I do not know if it has hit stores yet, like Target or Walmart or things like that, but it is certainly on the LEGO website. And if we do a quick search on Amazon, Bowser's Muscle Car, uh, it is on Amazon. Free one-day shipping. So if you're here in the podcast and you cannot wait, free one-day shipping, at least where I am, on that Mario Bowser muscle car. Go and get that. That's a steal. You know what? I actually kind of want that because, like, it's kind of, like, all in one piece. So that would be good for, like, my, my, my background setup, like, in the podcast. You know what? I'll consider it. Apart from that, though, we move to December 31st news. All that past news was from December 30th and the 29th. Now we go to the 31st. Now, guys, this was no announcement. It would be foolish of Nintendo to announce things on New Year's Eve, right? Because on New Year's Eve, people are traveling. People are not paying attention. It's just you would rather announce it on a different day. Not to mention it was a Sunday. So what are you really announcing on, on a Sunday, right? Well, what's the announcement here? There was no announcement. I want to talk about the tomfoolery of Animal Crossing, okay? This is so incredibly just atrocious, just unbelievable, just stupid. I'm sorry. And for context, for anyone new here, I am Animal Crossing's biggest fan. Look behind me. There's actually not, not a whole lot of Animal Crossing stuff behind me. But I am, my, like, my, my favorite, favorite franchise is Animal Crossing. So, I can, I, I can crap on this idea. So, New Year's Eve, the Animal Crossing Twitter account tweets out a piece of art that has the Able Sisters in it. And in the background, it says 2024. What's my problem with that, right? Like, like, what problem do I have with that? Okay. Let's go back to Animal Crossing City Folk on the Wii, released in, I believe, 2009 or 10. In that game, there is a New Year's event. Every single New Year's, up until 2035, 
you can get a different shirt every year. So there's a 2024 shirt, there's a 2025 shirt, there's a 2026 shirt. Like, you can get a new shirt every single year until 2035. In Animal Crossing New Horizons, there's only, there's a similar thing. There's a 2021 arch that, you know, you can use as, as furniture. Excuse me. There's a 2022 arch. So it's like they're building up New Year's items until, you know, you would think until maybe 2040, right? They stopped making New Year's items in the newest Animal Crossing game at 2022. Just two years after the game released. But we're putting out art pieces that say 2024. We're having, we're paying people to make art that says 2024, but you can't put an item in your game that that says 2024. This year might be the best year of someone's life, and they won't be able to visually represent it on their island. That's very, very, you know, dr dramatic scenario, but imagine that. You have Animal Crossing City Folk from 2009 going until 2035. Support. That's insane. No? That's crazy. But New Horizons end support in 2022. Outrageous. Outrageous. Criminal. So, I wanted to discuss that. Because that's actually horrendous. But... After that, guys, that blows over. That's all last year news. We moved to January 3rd because there wasn't much news on the 1st, 2nd, or 3rd. There was some news. Oh, sorry, 1st and 2nd, not not 3rd. There is news on the on 3rd. There was this report, guys, that said, like, Nintendo Switch launching this year. It's not going to be a new console. It's going to be a iteration of the switch like there were some analysts that predicted this and everyone took it as news like all the news outlets ran with it i'm not reporting on it because i saw this twitter account not sorry they're, they're not just a twitter account they're a great website that i sometimes pull news from called nintendo everything and um they had tweeted like we've seen this report going around online where some analysts predicted what's going to happen with the Switch. We won't report this because it is not news. Anybody in the world can make predictions, so it's not news for us, you know? It's just a random somebody's prediction. So I'm like, heck yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not reporting that either, because what does some analyst know? No, hold on, maybe he's very, very right. Maybe he's totally right. But I don't want to report something that I don't know the credibility of the guy. Like, I don't want to report something that somebody possibly uncredible says and give it to you as if it's news. So we're not talking about that, even though you might have seen that floating around online. Now, January 3rd news we have. Nintendo has announced the most played Nintendo Switch games in 2023 in Europe. So... No Americas here. It seems like they're a little more, a little more open in Europe. A little more loosey goosey over there. They can, they can let out some more information over there. So we have the top twenty games that have been played in Europe the most during 2023. Let's go ahead. Let's run through all of them very, very quickly. Number twenty, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Cozy gamers. <sighs> I hate that word. 
Guys, Call of Duty is a cozy game. Change my mind. Cozy gamers rise up. Disney Dreamlight Valley is number 20. I can see it. The game sold well. I bought it. But I can't get hooked on it. After that, we have Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury at number 19. At 18, we have Mario Party Superstars, 17, Splatoon 3, 16, Nintendo Switch Sports, 15, Pokemon Unite, which is kind of surprising. It is free, so I can see that, but still kind of weird. 14, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, 13, EA Sports FC 24, 12, Hogwarts Legacy, 11, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, number 10, uh, Mario Odyssey, 9, Fall Guys, 8, Rocket League, 7, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the 6th most played game, is Super Mario Bros. Wonder, the 5th is Animal Crossing New Horizons, the 4th is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 3rd, Minecraft 2, Le uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and we have number 1 being... Guys, we just ran through all the big Switch games. We ran through Mario Wonder, we ran through Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we ran through Animal Crossing New Horizons. We ran through Smash Bros. Can you guess what is number one? Fortnite is number one. <laughs> Guys, I understand it's Lego Fortnite. But I didn't know that so many people would have bought a Nintendo Switch just to play Fortnite on it. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know. I thought, you know, I don't know. I didn't think it was all happening on Switch, but alas, I am proved wrong. So, you know, I'm wrong. Fortnite is the most played game on Switch in Europe. Congrats to Fortnite Epic Games. Y'all are great. Now we move on to other news on the 3rd of January. We have Nintendo showing us progress of Super Nintendo World in Orlando, Florida. So we, of course have the Super Nintendo World happening in Orlando, Florida. We have that going on. We already have one in uh, California at Hollywood Studios. Now there's one being made in Orlando. We also have the one in Japan. It's being built everywhere. It's just going worldwide except for Europe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking a shot at Europe. It's going everywhere else, right? Even there's one being made in Singapore. Like that's going down too. So we have... The one in Orlando, Florida, scheduled to be done by, I believe, next summer in 2025, which is far away. But on the screen for our video listeners, we have a progress update. Now, I know this is rather upsetting for our audio listeners. I will describe to you what is being done. So the entire ground of the place is still dirt. Like, that's still being worked on. The only real things that have been done so far... The most notable thing here is the roller coaster. I believe that's the Donkey Kong one. And then, like, there's some... Do you know how, like, at... Like, you, know, you know, if you've seen clips of it, there's, like, some thwomps. Like, if, if you, like, look up, there's thwomps, there's goombas and stuff. Those cliffs, those seem to be in progress. But the most notable thing in this picture is the roller coaster is close to being done. The structure is built. Very cool. I have not been to Super Nintendo World, as I've said before, but that's the one that I'm going to go to. So I'm looking at a place that I will hopefully in the future be stepping grounds on. I will be stepping on this dirt that will then be turned into, I don't know, grass. 
pavement. Who knows? Now, January 4th news, guys. We moved to January 4th. That was two days ago as of posting the podcast. We have the fifth wave of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the hidden treasure of Area Zero, switch online icons available now. That was the longest headline I've read today. But you know what? Every single word there was needed. Now, I won't spend too much time on this. If you go on your Switch, if you go to the uh, Switch Online app, if you have a membership, you can redeem some special icons to use on your profile, basically flexing on your friends. Hey guys, I have Switch Online. Like you can basically flex with these icons. And so the fifth wave of the Pokemon ones is out. Now go have a look if you wanna get any of them. It'll cost you 10 platinum points, which you can earn by doing missions on the Switch. More info in the Switch Online app. 10 platinum points if you want one of the icons. And then if you want to spice up your icons, it'll be five platinum points for any kind of background for your icon or any frames for your icon, which will make it look a lot better. All of that expires on January 12th. So I would get cracking on it. Get to it, my friends. That's one week away. Better, better chop, chop, as the kids say, you know, better, better get to get to going. But now, guys, January 5th, our last piece of news for the last week. It's been a bit slow because Nintendo is adjusting to the new year. You know, we got to let them do that. They're not going to make announcements on January 1st. Nintendo puts out that tweet saying, hey, guys, happy new year. 2024 Nintendo Switch. And then they don't really announce much because they already put that out there. So unless you want me to start, you know, reporting on Nintendo tweeted this, there's not much to say. Now, January 5th, something that we know about is now available to begin interacting with. That is very vague. All right, let's get into it. Splatoon 3, the new Splatfest that is coming up, the holiday one, the voting is now available and we have some other info to go with it so the new splatfest coming up not this weekend but the next weekend so the 13th to the sorry the 12th to the 14th because it begins on a friday 12th to 14th we have a brand new splatfest coming up and the teams are well the question to choose the teams is who do you spend the holidays with solo friends or family those are the three teams in the theme of the splatfest now if you go into Splatoon 3, you can now pick a team. You can pick your Splatfest team. If you're asking me if you want to be on my team, I'm picking family. But choose whatever your situation fits with. If you do solo, then pick solo. Don't pick me just because you want to be on my team. Pick the team you are on. But also, we have some other info to go with all of this. Thank you to Oatmeal Dome on Twitter, a lifesaver, for... For bringing the information, because honestly, without them, I would not have seen this. So, we have a tweet from Oatmeal, from Oatmeal Dome saying, quote, The Frosty Fest gear and splash tag banner are available via the news app in all regions. Scroll to the bottom of the article and press the button to launch the game. Then, check the lobby terminal if you can't find the article. Try opening the Splatoon 3 channel. So, if you want to get some gear... For Splatoon 3, if you want to get a special splash tag, which is like your your username banner, 
Go to the news section of your Switch, find the Splatoon 3 article, you scroll down and open the game through the article, which is very weird, but if you read the entire thing, you can do that. And then you will get some gear in the game. Check the lobby terminal is basically what this all is. And then you will receive your gear. There you go. Some winter gear, some frosty fest gear for you in Splatoon 3. I want to remember to, to do that today. Because if I don't do it today, I'm going to forget and I'm going to miss out. But apart from that, guys, we have some freaking spicy topics. So that is, that's all the, the, the news done. That's, that's the news. That's the news. However, there's one piece of news that we saw that didn't make this much commotion until very recently. And let me just say, Nintendo is not at all happy about this they're furious they're fuming what is this product what are we even talking about let's go ahead let's get to our first not first second if the news is a first topic then our second segment of the day nintendo switch flash cart question mark let's go all right guys so let's start with a story I'm on Twitter the other day, and I see the end of Nintendo in a video. So, I'm looking at, at this video from, you know what, I kind of want to pull up this, the uh, source. I believe, yeah, After Time X is the account on Twitter who posted this video of somebody who has their hands on a Nintendo Switch flash cart. Now, what is a flash cart? A lot of you might be asking, and why is it so bad for Nintendo? So let, let me let me show you. So if I take my Nintendo Switch right here, there's a cartridge in the Switch. Cart cartridge means the exact same thing. This cartridge, whoa, something just fell out of my Switch. I don't know what it is. This cartridge right here. So for our audio listeners, I'm holding a cartridge of Mario RPG. Imagine a blank cartridge that has an SD card slot in it. So I can put an SD card in the cartridge, then put it in the Switch, and it can play any game that I want. It can play Mario Wonder, it can play Kirby, it can play whatever game I desire because of that micro SD card. That micro SD card tells the Switch what I want to play, and, and, and I can put any game on there. That is what a Nintendo Switch or a any kind of flash card is. There's a Game Boy one where you, you can you, you can put an SD card in a, in a cartridge and put it in the Game Boy. There's a 3DS one. There's so many types of flash cards out there. And there is one for the Switch. It's the first one ever, I believe, that actually seems to work. And it's releasing soon, and they're actually shipping out units. So allow me to put my Switch back. Switch goes back. Cool beans. So this is bad for Nintendo. I want to go over what the company actually is, how legit they are, everything like that. So if you go to their website, which is called migswitch.com, M-I-G-S-W-I-T-C-H. I shouldn't give you that because that could allow Nintendo to take my video down. I don't know. So right when you go on their website, you have a warning. Make Switch is a third-party backup and development device for the Switch, not endorsed nor licensed by Nintendo of Japan. 
before you sorry before ordering or using MigSwitch, you must carefully document yourself about the legality of creating backups of your own cartridges in your country slash jurisdiction. So you're not supposed to pirate games with this flash cart. You're meant to create a backup of your game, which yeah, I understand that. Like if if you're on a trip and you don't want to take all your cartridges, you, you you can essentially back them up on this one cartridge. So if I have three games, Animal Crossing, Kirby, and Mario Odyssey, and I don't want to take all the cartridges, I can essentially put them all on this SD card, and I can take them all with, with me on this flash card. That's what it's supposed to be. However, we know people are going to load it up with games they don't actually have and play them that way. Now, Nintendo has not put out an official statement here. They, they they wouldn't do that. Makes no sense. But I guarantee you, they're trying anything and everything they possibly can to get this off the market. Now, if you go on their actual website, okay, you can apparently eventually buy this game. Oh, sorry, this, this flash card. If you click the where to buy button, it says coming soon, but on their homepage, it says review samples are being shipped today. So if someone out there wanted this to review it, to, you know, talk about it, to, to showcase it before it comes out, build hype, like some news outlets, like possibly IGN, possibly Nintendo Life, I don't think they're doing it, but like just some news outlets, if they want to cover it, they're shipping these out today. So people are getting their hands on the MIG Switch Nintendo Switch flashcard. This is bad for Nintendo. Now, we haven't really seen much action against past flashcards. Like, you can buy a Game Boy flashcard right now. It's a bit pricey, but you can buy one. And Nintendo seems to be at peace with those being on the market. But with the Switch, it's going to be hard. And here's why. If Nintendo is seriously going to make a Nintendo Switch 2, and it works the exact same. The cartridges are the exact same. This cartridge, this flash cart that can play any game, is supposedly going to work with the Switch 2. So it's going to be a problem for them for the next 6-7 years. It's going to be a long-lasting problem. For the Game Boy flash cart, that, I believe, came out after the Game Boy era was done. So, you don't really care about it because you're not making Game Boy games anymore. It's fine. It can just, you know, float out there. But with the MIG Switch flash cart, as I said, you're gonna have this problem for 7 plus years if you decide to make the next console be able to use normal Switch cartridges. It will not go away. If you have backwards, backwards compatibility, and this cartridge works on Switch, guess what? That flash cart is also backwards compatible. So you're really in a pickle here. Can you really do much about this? They're already shipping out units. And we know that Nintendo's legal team does not mess around. Not in the slightest. Not at all. They will take down anything from anyone. But the fact that these are already being in people's hands meaning means that, you know, people will not only use them, these could be sold on eBay, and everyone could get a MIG Switch, or they'll sell more. Like, if these review samples are being shipped today, how long until everyone gets their hand on the MIG Switch? Now, MIG Switch, the, the, the company, is not dumb. 
they're trying to avoid any kind of lawsuit, any legal stuff with this flashcard. On their website, everywhere, it's like, we do not encourage any illegal stuff. We don't encourage this, that, that, this, or that, maybe even that, right? They're, they're not saying any of that. But Nintendo still might find a way to do something about this. They don't like pirates. They don't like people getting their game when they didn't pay for it. It's a messy situation. Now, here's a very interesting thing. Do you guys remember, and maybe you don't, the guy who was put in jail for making Nintendo hacking devices? His name is Gary Bowser. Do you know what's crazy? There's two people that I know in life that have uh, the last name Bowser, Doug Bowser and Gary Bowser, and they're both somehow associated to Nintendo. Weird. But that Gary Bowser guy was thrown in jail for a while because he made Nintendo Switch hacking devices. There was some some questions if he was involved in this MIG switch switch accessory. He he denies it. He says no. I have nothing to do with that because that was a big theory, I guess, for a little while until he denies it. He wants no more jail time with Nintendo. Not not one more day. So, it's not him. It's another group of individuals. Now, my biggest worry here is that, you know, Nintendo is going to take down this video that you're watching right now or this podcast that you're listening to. Uh, but I decided to still make it because there are guys, Nin Nintendo, if you're watching right now, I'm going to search up Nintendo Switch flashcard. If you take my video down, take down all these. There's at least like 20 videos right now. Switch flashcard, flashcard, flashcard. There's so many. Please don't take my video down. <laughs> Not to be selfish, but if you take mine down, take them all down. Because I don't want to be alone. I feel like they don't like me or something. <laughs> I don't know. But guys, MIG Switch. If Nintendo doesn't take this down, if it's just like floating out there, are you buying it? Because think about it. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say something, but I shouldn't. Because then I'll definitely get taken down. But like... Do you know when games leak online, like how Pikmin 4 leaked online beforehand? Like, you can just, you can put it on the, and put it in the, and play it. Like, come on, like, this is a little too much. People are going to pirate games left and right and right and left. The big purpose is to back up your games, which is legal, from my understanding. But you know people are, are going to use it for the wrong reason. And they might get away with it because their main goal is to back up your games, which I believe you're legally allowed to make one backup, one backup of a game. I could be wrong, but that's my understanding. That's legal. But the piracy is an issue. I will not be surprised if Nintendo decides to take some sort of action. It's just hard because, like, what can you do? Can you do much? Because they're very clear, they don't want they they don't mean for piracy to happen, right? They're very clear on that. So can you do much? I don't know. I'm no lawyer. I'm no legal team. I don't know. But I will be following this story because it is definitely interesting. The MIG switch is the at least, if not the first, one of the first flashcards for Nintendo Switch that actually looks very promising and very very real. It's an interesting story. And if the Mario Matter podcast episode 70 does not or gets taken down, I will post the podcast without this segment in it. But MIG Switch, I don't know. 
could be the future. Are you buying one? Let me know in the comments, yes or no. With that said, let's go ahead and let's get to your favorite segment of all time, the people's segment of the podcast, the answering your questions segment. Let's go ahead. Let's go. All right, guys, this segment is very self-explanatory. We're answering your questions. Yeah, whoa, guys. We got questions to answer. Now, if you want to ask me a question to answer on the podcast, there are two, uh, no, 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 three ways now to do it. There are three ways. Number one, we are beginning with four voicemails, four voiced questions. If you want to submit a vocal question where you talk into your phone or your, or your, you know, your computer or whatever, and send me a voice question, there's a link down below that says, send me a voicemail here. Click that in the description of the podcast, send over a voicemail, and you might be in the next episode. Now, guys, can I say one thing? When you submit a voicemail, feel free to ramble for like a minute. Be like, I've been a fan of the show for this long. You know, I watch it here then. Whatever this show means to you, say it. I would love to hear it. Feel free to ramble. You don't just have to say your question right away. Feel free to, you know, add some blabber, you know. You don't have to, but feel free. We have four voicemails to answer, so you can either do that, or the second way is if you want to write a question to me, there's two ways for the written questions. One, on my YouTube community tab, every single Wednesday, I post, hey guys, hope you're doing well, I'm taking questions, comment down below, and it usually has a very funny picture with it. <laughs> uh, like, Wednesday was, uh, the the picture most recently was Mario hitting Wario in the balls. I mean, it, it was it was phenomenal. How, how would you not leave a question, right? So, that was awesome. I will have a link. Well, there's a link tree in the in the description, which will take you to my M Swizzle YouTube channel community tab. So you can click that. Or if you don't want to wait until next Wednesday, you can join my Discord server. Link also down below. All links down below, guys. We have you covered. All links down below. Uh, Discord. You can, there's a channel in my Discord called the Ask M Swizzle channel. Throw all your questions in there. We will answer them. But now, guys, it is time for viewer voicemails. Let, let's go ahead. Let's listen to the first one from Jarlath, I believe is how you say the name. Let's go. Let's listen. Okay, and I hit uh, play. Here we go. It's loading. It's, it's a loading voicemail. Do I have to refresh? It's loading. Hold on, guys. Let's refresh. Come on, load. There we go. Cool. Yo, Max, I'm such a big fan of you. Hey, thanks. I've been a fan of you for about six months now, and you're shorter than seeing. My favorite ones are for the Wii. I love your accent. Especially the hacking ones. I'm actually doing some hacking next week. Let's go! For Mario Kart Wii, so w. amazing. Thank you for the content you do. My question here is, for Christmas, I got a £10 Amazon voucher, because I'm from the UK. Mm. And just So I, I got a £10 Amazon voucher, and I have no clue what to spend it on. Could you please help me to do, to show me what to get? Preferably under 10 quid, but 15 quid or so will do as well. Also, you're my favorite YouTuber. Thank you for everything you do. Awesome. I would become a member, only I'm a kid. You're all good, bro. All good. And unfortunately, I can't use my mom's bank account. All good, all you're good. You're my favorite YouTuber. I'm in your Discord server. Let's go. Everything is fantastic about you. You care about your fans. You're a which legend. Is something not many YouTubers I know actually do. So thank you so much. And please answer that. So thank you. We're answering. Bro, I love your accent. 
and thank you for the kind words. That could be the best voicemail of all time. All right. So, from my understanding, you have a 10-pound 10, 10 uh, Amazon gift card. I don't speak in uh, UK currency. So, can I call it $10? I'll call it $10. That's, like, what I speak in. So, uh, what can you buy with that? Let's think. So, I assume that you would want it to be Nintendo-related. Uh, otherwise, you, you you can buy, like, Bop It, if you want. Or, like, a Slingy, you know? Or a Slinky, sorry. I have not used one of those in forever. I called it a, I, I, I called it a, a Slingy? Slinky. You know, you can buy one of those. But for Nintendo-related... Hmm, $10? I have an idea. I actually recently bought these uh, little thumb grips. These thumb grips for my Switch, uh, I'm showing them on the video version. You put it on your Switch Joy-Con thumbsticks, and it feels so much more comfier. Uh, I would recommend the ones from Play Vital. It's a brand uh, on Amazon. And they cost about 6 to $8. I would recommend them. These are awesome. You can buy some thumbsticks. You can buy $10. You can really, you can buy, if you wanted to, you're able to buy a Switch gift card, then use it on the Switch, then buy a game or something. You can buy some Switch, like, digital codes to use on the eShop. Um, trying to think, because I want to give you one more thing. Oh, 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 here we go. Hold on. You can buy, if you're watching the video version, maybe you're not, maybe you are, the Nintendo Switch Toaster. Now, what this is for our audio listeners who must be mad confused, it is essentially a tiny little toaster that you, you can put two Switch cartridges in, and when you put the, sorry, when you pull the lever down, they pop up and you can take one of them out. It's a random accessory, but if you search... You know, Nintendo Switch Toaster, it'll pop up. This is the coolest thing, and I, I believe it's like... I got it for a steal, like like a dollar or so on AliExpress, but Amazon has them for like six bucks. This is great. Get the Nintendo Switch Toaster. You will not regret it. Something of that nature. Hopefully that helped you out. Now, let's move to the next voicemail. Uh, we have Caden here. Let's hear it. Hey, I'm Swizzle. Hello. Uh, my question is, at what Nintendo Direct do you think they'll announce the next Nintendo console? Mmm, that's fun. So, here's my thing. I don't know if it'll be at a Direct. I think if it were to be at any Direct, it's going to be at the February one, or, you know, whatever one they're doing this winter, because spring starts in, on March 20th or so. So whatever the winter direct is, I feel like they would announce it. If not then, I could see themselves announcing like, Hey guys, we have a special presentation. Tune in April, whatever, April 7th to see, you know, what we have to announce. And that'll easily, 110% be Switch 2. If they announce a mystery presentation, it's Switch 2. No doubt. So, I feel like that's what they'll do. They'll announce, hey, we have a presentation. It will not, well, it might be named Direct, but it'll be a special something, a special Direct. My guess is it happens in April. Could happen in June, even May. My guess is April. They announce a mystery presentation, and you go to it, and they show off the Switch 2 and some of its features, and 
probably even a release date to be honest because that's you know your big moment you have to announce that if it's if it's if you know if it's coming out this year you would have to announce the release date when you first reveal it it would make sense you don't have much time left so i i would say if there's no special direct it'll happen in the next direct hopefully in february and if they do a special one i think it'll be sometime between april may or june yeah perfect now our next voicemail comes from uh toes all right, toes? Guys, you can use fake names, but toes? How about, like, elbows? All right, you know, I don't care. Here we go. Hey, I'm Swizzle. Hello. I just have a good question for you. Oh, boy, it's good. Why do you like Animal Crossing so much, mm. and what is your favorite villager? Oh, boy. Keep doing the great work. Hey, thank you. Thank you, toes. Uh, so why do I like Animal Crossing so much? Great question. My biggest thing that drew me in when I was first playing it was the real-world clock. The fact that it runs on a real-world clock is one of the greatest things. When, when it's night in real life, it's night in the game. When it's morning, it's morning. And there's a different song for every single hour of the day. Just the fact that it was on real-time just somehow created an appeal for me. Now, I'm not going to act like that's... You know, one of the main reasons that I play to this day, the game is phenomenal, with Animal Crossing New Horizons. You can put furniture outside and make, you, you, have, you have an entire square of an island. You can alter any square on the island. You can create your dream. You can talk to the animals that are so peacefully walking around. Everything's charming. Everything's uplifting. There's no bad or sad in Animal Crossing. There's so much to do. It's one of the only games on Switch that you can not go insane, but still sink 2,000 hours into it. It's just there's so much to do, so peaceful, so relaxing. It's It almost feels like it was made for me. And I'm sure that a lot of people feel the exact same way. It feels like it was a game crafted for me. And I love the, the freaking slogan. The game... Sorry, it's... I want to get the... I want to get it exact. I think it's the real-life game that's playing even when you're not. Dude, just like, thinking, like, bro, my villagers are walking around right now, probably stretching or something. That's so fun to think about, you know? So, I like Animal Crossing for a ton of reasons, but I named a bunch of them right there. Animal Crossing, greatest franchise of all time, in my humble opinion. Now, we have Kai. Let's go, Kai. Let's go, let's go. Hey there, Max. Hello. First things first, I wanted to say I'm a huge fan of your show. Thank you. And listening to it is the first thing I do on Saturday morning. Let's go. I had a question. Which do you think is more likely of these two? And which would you want to see happen more? A Tomodachi Life port, remake, or remaster? Mm -hmm. Or Tomodachi Life 2? Oh. Okay. So, I have my answer. I think out of those two, you know... Tomonachi Life 1 is perfect, but I think I would rather a Tomonachi Life 2. Because here's the thing. We can always go back to the first one. And while a port would be awesome because, as I said, that game is perfect, a second one would just be like the next natural progression. And if we think that the first Tomonachi Life is perfect, just imagine what they can add with the power of the switch which 
The Switch isn't very powerful of a console, but it's more than the freaking 3DS, I'll tell you that. So, just, just imagine what they can do with Tomonachi Life on the Switch. That'd be awesome. And it'd also be the first time that it comes to a... I was going to say a TV console, but it is also a handheld, handheld console. To a TV playable console, which would also be an amazing step. I think that you do a 2, a Tomonachi Life 2. And I really want to see that. Because, like, people have been asking for Tomodachi Life for so long. Like, since the Switch was announced, we needed a Tomodachi Life 2, right? They made me Topia, which sold, I think, 14 times worse than Tomodachi Life. That is not even a joke. I think that Miitopia did 1 million, Tomodachi did, like, 14 million. Like, it's, it's, it's not even a joke. Is that math? Is the math math thing? I, I think so. So why would you not? Why absolutely? Why would you not bring Tomodachi Life to the Switch? Why not? I guarantee you bring any sort of game that has the name Tomodachi in it. Five million copies first year. Five million first year. Done. Wraps. Some of your other games that cost more to make didn't sell one million in the first. Well, that that, that could be a lie. Barely sold 1 million in the first year. Tomonachi Life 2, I guarantee this 5 mil first year. Not even a joke. So, my answer is Tomonachi Life 2. But it's so crazy how they've not brought it over yet. It's like insane to me. Now, we get to written questions, guys. Here we go. Two Wheels, 06. The channel members. I didn't even, t I, I, I didn't even like talk about this. If you want to guarantee that your question gets answered, feel free to become a channel member. Link down below. And once you are a channel member, uh, if you're doing a voicemail question, let me know and say your say your uh, YouTube username or put if you're a channel member and you're doing a voicemail question, put your name in like where it says to put your actual name. Put your name that you want me to call you, and then say channel member afterwards. But please also put your your uh, YouTube username so I can confirm that. So uh, that's that's kind of a lot of information. But just you know, if you ever do that. Let me know. And then for a YouTube written question as a channel member, I can already tell. So no need to, you know, write channel member after your question. Two Wheels asks, do you play any games on PC? If so, what games? Guys, I've been a freaking Steam Deck converted me to a PC gamer. Now, I've been playing all my quote unquote PC games on my Steam Deck recently. I've there's one that I like really want to talk about. But I've been playing party animals. Can we actually What's on my Steam? Guys, here's a mini video for you. What's on my Steam Deck? Okay, so let's see. Oops, I just launched Animal Crossing by accident. Uh, hold on. Exit game, exit game, ex exit game. Uh, what is on my Steam Deck, guys? Let's see. So, uh, here, I have Cozy Grove, Disney Dreamlight Valley, Disney Infinity, greatest game of all time. Uh, not actually, but pretty close. I have Stardew Valley, Rocket League, a Totally Accurate Battle Simulator, um, there's one that I want to talk about. I have Lego Brawls on here, which is not a PC game. And, and mo most of those are not, you know, ex exclusive to PC, but, you know, they're on my Steam Deck slash PC. Uh, I've got Party Animals is so fun. Overcooked. Like, these are not PC games, I guess, because they're all on, like, Xbox and PS4. Or, sorry, PS5. But these are, are the ones that I play on my PC. Now, there's one I want to talk about, which is actually the only PC-exclusive game that I just named there. Dinkum. Guys, Dinkum 
D-I-N-K-U-M is the greatest game to ever be made. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, I, I kind of am. But Dinkum, guys, whoever made Dinkum, I think it's a small developer. They literally, they were in the same boat as any Animal Crossing fan in 2020. They took everything about Animal Crossing that just, that, that no one liked and everyone wanted and put it all into, into Dinkum. You can ride around on freaking vehicles. You can hunt. You can go in mines. You can do everything in Dinkum. Dinkum is so awesome. It's the greatest farming game of last year because I'm like a year late to it. But like, bro, Dinkum's great. Dinkum is awesome. Get Dinkum on Steam. It is $20, which is also the greatest thing ever. 20 bucks? Now, I will say, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Dinkum is still in early access, meaning it's not even like... There's still some bugs here and there. It's not fully finished, but I mean, it's totally fun for like what, like if, if, if you, if you get it now, it's totally like, it feels almost complete. Like it feels pretty good, but there's still some tweaks and stuff before that game is like done, done. But like, bro, Dinkum is awesome. Get Dinkum right now. Well, maybe look into it first because, you know, I don't want to tell you that, you know, it's so great. And then like it, you know, you, you hate it, but you know, Dinkum, awesome. Now, F100 Games asks, what is the feature that you want to be in the next Nintendo console the most? Ooh. I'm going to say, I will say the next console, I need there to be either Street Pass, which was on the 3DS, or Themes. For those who do not know, Street Pass... If you had a 3DS and you walked by somebody else in public who also had a 3DS, you will, like, your data will sync and you can, like, see their me on your 3DS, like, because you walked by each other. I want that for Switch. And I also want home menu themes. Everyone's 3DS was different. No one had the exact same 3DS home menu because you had custom themes to put on your home menu. It made everyone so unique. I want that on Switch because I don't mind everyone's home menu looking the same. Everyone has that black theme, that dark theme. But I, I want to be able to customize my Switch to home menu. I need one of those features. At least one. Come on, at least one. Now, I don't know what to name my handle 335 asks. What a name. Asks, how many Amiibos do you own? That is, if you own any. And also, which is your favorite Amiibo? Awesome. So, uh, I don't know the exact number, but I can give you a uh, very good estimate. So, I have some back here on my video version. I've got about, if there's like six per row, there's seven per row, seven, 14, 21, two, three. Like, I've got about, there's some over there. I've got about like, like, like 35, 35 Amiibo. Uh, my favorite one Honestly, it's probably the one that I got most recently, which is my Hey Pikmin Pikmin Amiibo. So this this Amiibo was made, I believe, in 2017 or 18. It went with the Hey Pikmin game, and it's the red, yellow, rock, flying, uh, wait, red, yellow, blue, rock, and flying Pikmin on this weirdly shaped rock, and it's 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 a, it's a uh, Amiibo that works with the Hey Pikmin 3DS game. These recently came back in stock on a site called, oh gosh, 
art swift art art swift art swift art swift uh so i bought it on there and it it actually came it, it's it's a real amiibo it actually works it was a japan one but it still works on all switches so that's cool i mean it doesn't even work with, with switch i don't think actually might it work for cement like could it pass as an olimar amiibo i don't think it does but <laughs> maybe i've not tested that yet but i think it's such a cool amiibo it might still be there like if you all want this pikmin amiibo uh art swift pikmin amiibo let's see if it's still on there for you guys uh it doesn't look like it let's see let's see let's see it yeah it looks like they're all gone maybe oh my god wait uh no yeah they're all gone sorry guys they're all gone oh man I didn't mean to get your hopes up, but our last question of the podcast is from Johan, who asks, okay, this question I did not understand. When I was reading it, I did not, I did not understand it, but I'm going to answer it because it is a channel member question. So what I did was I put it in chat GPT, which is an AI bot, and said, hey, summarize this. So here's the question. If Nintendo announces the Switch 2 in 2024, promising that it'll launch with 200 games and additional games are planned for release immediately after. If in 2026, the Switch 2 has still not released, what do you do as a Nintendo employee to make people happy? Okay, so hopefully that made a lot more sense. What would I do? Like, like, do I just release it without any games? Do I do this? Do I delay it? What do, we, what do you do? So, as a Nintendo employee... If I was in that situation where I thought it would be out in 2024, but it's, you know, all of a sudden it is 2026 and it's not out yet. What, what can you do? I guess just honestly, like the best thing that you can do as an employee, I wouldn't have this power. But if I was like the CEO, I would, I would just all hands on deck, all hands on deck. 200 games at launch is very lofty. I would say forget all the games, just work on the Switch. All hands on deck work on Switch. I don't care if you're a game designer, learn how to freaking make consoles. All hands on deck, all hands on deck, put out the Switch 2. Because that is a bad look. Unless they said, you know, you say that they announced it in, you know, hypothetically announced it in the year 2024. If they gave it a release date for that same year and two years later it wasn't out because they had to like delay it, yeah, all hands on deck. Your your company is sell the company. Actually, sell the company. <laughs> you are screwed. Your 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 freaking reputation is screwed. Sell the company. It's screwed. Sell the company and just you know pay everyone and ride off into the sunset. Sell to Microsoft and that's wraps. Done. Kumbaya backflips anyways that is it for the mario matter episode number 70 thank you all so much for watching this milestone of an episode thank you to our channel members for uh, financially supporting the channel if you want to do the same and get awesome perks link is down below if you are on spotify or apple and you enjoyed the show we really appreciate you leaving a review on the podcast that helps us get found that helps us build more of a community that helps us get better questions sorry sorry that's offensive not that our, our questions are, are are bad sorry that was offensive I, I i sincerely apologize our questions aren't bad i meant to say helps us get more questions not better questions guys please forgive me episode 71 will be on next saturday at 10 p.m., uh, sorry, 10 a.m., uh, actually, my last podcast episode, number 69, 
Uh, I posted it. I scheduled it to be posted on Spotify and stuff at 10 a.m. I don't know what went wrong, but it got posted at 9 a.m., which isn't a big difference, but a difference. It was kind of weird. Either way, I'll leave you with that. Thank you all so much for watching. I love you all. I will see you all on episode 71. I'll see you all then. Thank you all so much. I appreciate you all. If you're still here, comment down below the word cupcake. Do it. I'll see you soon. Adios.